Hello and welcome to episode two of No Stars For You, the uh, podcast that's all about people that expect a lot, lot more than what they were willing to receive. Now, it's been nine months since my episode one. I get that. Um, you could have a baby uh, in that amount of time, not me personally. Um, but uh, in this great new COVID world, uh, you'd think I'd just be spitting out podcasts like every week. Not the case. But I've got uh, a selection of the best landmarks in America, because in this given time, I can't visit any of them. If I do, I could, but then you can be having to 14 days back in New York and self-quarantine. So what's the fun in that? So this is episode two, is people not liking the best of American landmarks. I hope you'll enjoy. So great American landmarks. Going to start off with one of the big ones, Mount Rushmore. Seattle, Washington says, terrible. Historically, this place doesn't make sense. Unfinished, small, and not too talented a sculpture. And by the way, the land was stolen. Chattanooga, Tennessee writes, waste of time. You pull up and pay to park. You get out and walk up to see the presidents in the mountain. Nothing else to do or see. Not that impressive. They say if you stay till night, you can see a movie about it. Nothing to do there. I always wanted to see it. Now I have. I was disappointed that I wasted my time and money to travel there. London United Kingdom writes, Tiny heads of long dead white guys. This monument is not worth driving 40 minutes for. Don't waste your time. Such a lame sculpture and it's commemorating presidents who are no longer relevant. It would have been so much nicer if they had just left the absolutely gorgeous natural mountains untouched. We're moving on to the Grand Canyon now. Grand Canyon, Mount Vernon writes, second honeymoon. Wow, I must have been super naive. I thought I was going to be a magical experience. Went midweek. There were so many people you could literally not walk down the path. People come to a sudden and complete stop in the middle. So many just want a picture on social media doing outrageous things, like standing on the edge, feeding squirrels directly in front of a sign that says not to. There was no peace, no meditation. I was there for 20 minutes and could not get out fast enough. It made me nauseous to be a sheeple to that magnitude. I suggest driving down a forest road and finding a view, unless you are a cow or a sheeple and want to be in the herd. Worst ever. Possibly the worst tourist trap in America. No lift, no real chapel, no real movie theater. You really know how to make a ground a hole, a hole in the ground. Don't use Antira. Monopoly at its finest. Traveled solo. Yee Yee wrote, it was too deep. It was too deep. I could not see the bottom. Also, I lost my pants. They were limited edition. I will never get those back. Perth, Australia writes, Terrible Wi-Fi reception. Look, don't get me wrong. 
The views were okay. However, I just found it unacceptable that in this day and age, Wi-Fi was non-existent. I had lots of good photos, but was unable to Snapchat them. Toronto, Canada says, meh. Me and my family decided to go on a family trip to the Gang Canyon. When we got there after our four hour car ride, we quickly went straight to the viewing area and it was just a pile of dirt and rocks. I think you would have more fun at a park with a little sandbox and a couple of rocks and one of those cute cactuses for $5. So save your money and time and don't go to the Grand Canyon. All in caps. P.S. The water is muddy. Don't drink it. We learned the hard way. I'm jumping over to Old Faithful Yellowstone now. Miami, Florida. What? Question mark. What a waste of time. Please go somewhere else. Waited for a long time for the grand show, and it wasn't that grand. Almost fell asleep. Burgess Hill, United Kingdom, writes a waste of time. Greatly disappointed. The area is heavily commercialized and spoils the ambience. Long wait for a feeble squirt. Get more value going to the Grand Geyser Canyon. Fewer tourists as well. Galveston, Texas writes, boring. Better off looking at a spout from your elementary school water fountain. When I was a kid, my dad found it boring, and I found it boring. I had to go again as an adult to see if I still found it boring. And it was. It's such a long drive to get there. And, you know, you park so far away. Marina, California wrote, Worst experience traveling ever. We were one of the first people that day. And we're able to find, drive through an enormous parking lot and find a space right beside next to the lodge. We got our souvenirs and the sign in the shop indicated that they estimated that the most reliable guys from the world might be rusting in the next five minutes or so. Hurrying out to the viewing area, we found some nice seats on the benches right up front. Like we said, we were one of the first people there. And at that point, couldn't see any reason that we would not be able to get a nice photograph of Old Faithful when it went off. Two hours and a busload after busload after busload of visitors later, it was obvious that the geyser was going to erupt. And just then, we were swarmed with tourists taking up seats on the edge of the two-feet deck in front of us and then standing in the space between those people and our seats. I was all I could, I could do to keep from going Hiroshima and Nagasaki on them. There's some typing errors there. Um, I grabbed Sandy and towed her back to the truck. We stopped only to take a picture from the parking lot and to avoid being crushed into a dumpster by a tour bus that suddenly, without warning, decided to relocate. Even honking our horn didn't stop them from pulling out. As the driver stared at our fingers from his rearview mirror, he said he just shrugged his shoulder as if to say, hey, it's all part of the Yellowstone experience. Well, screw the Yellowstone experience. Alright. Golden Gate Bridge. Calgary, Canada said couldn't see was so foggy the day we came, we couldn't even see it until we were on it. We were never even in a good spot to see after the fog had lifted. Alright, blaming the weather there. Laosan says, just a bridge. I wish someone explains to me why this is a top attraction. It's a bridge. Painted red. Nothing else. San Francisco, California writes, Golden Gate Bridge, is it safe? Question mark. It doesn't seem so sturdy anymore. I'm not sure that it's safe to walk or drive on at this point. Having witnessed its destruction and it came from beneath the sea, Rise of the Planet of the Apes, X-Men, The Last Stand, Pacific Rim, Monsters vs. Aliens, The Core, Terminator Genesis, Terminator Salvation, The Book of Eli, It Came From Beneath the Sea, Superman, The Core, 10.5, Mega Shark vs. John Octopus, Monsters vs. Aliens, Godzilla, San Andreas. 
Plus, the toll bridge went up three bucks. Las Vegas writes, the views are deceiving. The pictures you see in reviews are one thing. Going there is a different story. You will smell bum, urine, and feces. The park that is right there is infested with a huge bum problem, and they will not hesitate to rub you or break into your car even in broad daylight. San Francisco in general is one of those places that's hyped up and ends up a huge letdown. Dublin Island writes, do not drive over the bridge. Quite the scam they have going. Cashless tolls are the money grabbed by Fast Track. Must be a government entity the way it runs. No way to pay the toll after you discover there is no cash toll booth unless you hunt down the ridiculously located pay centers. They refer you to an online payment. Here's the catch. They don't invoice your tool for about two weeks, hoping you'll forget until they send you a letter with an additional $25 fee. I'm still waiting next 19 days letter for this elusive invoice. So I call every day, trying to catch the invoice. Every representative I speak with only reinforces the incompetence. What a joke. From Stephen Laney says, The place where people go to suicide themselves. Hmm. I must see for sure, but not so thrilling. We are here on a bus tour when we cross the bridge. Hopefully, our guide had some interesting details about the famous bridge. Otherwise, we will not have a special souvenir from it. Tampa, Finland said, It is not even gold. Oh, sorry, it isn't even gold. It's red and windy and cold, and I think they should rename it the big rusty cold bridge in the city that has many homeless that all ask me for quarters. Statue of Liberty. From Mexico says, too long wait. I've not been here since I was six years old, and we tried to make it happen, but the lines were so long. What a disappointment. I guess we will never go. So I don't know if he went or not to give it a review. Chatham United Kingdom writes, poor man's Christ Redeemer. Ooh, oof, punch in the guts. Uh, long queue, as it is in every NYC. To get through security, then queue again to get on the boat. Got on Liberty Island, then walked to the statue. Usual tourists just stopped everywhere to take selfies and walk really slow. Went up to the pedestal. Okay, view of Manhattan. The statue is not as impressive compared to Christ Redeemer. Phoenix and Arizona writes, Fantastic to see it in person. It was a great tour. You hear so much about it. And to actually see it was great. Also, great to learn about those involved. Uh, so I think Phoenix has... Uh, rating dyslexia where they thought five stars was one star and vice versa um, going on to London United Kingdom nothing special it's just a statue in the middle of the water not as big as we thought it's also very expensive to go near it so a trip there isn't really worth the money all right and Windsor says Windsor United Kingdom says abhorrent color we recently visited the establishment and was appalled of the color was manky and smell was trampy. The lady at the top tried to push me out the way. I almost fell off. I shall never visit again. Rude staff and a real anti-climax. Sydney Australia writes, Queen of Hearts, Statue of Liberty, Boat Tour. What a scam. I am a grandmother traveling with my three granddaughters to the USA. A tour to see the Statue of Liberty was high on our list. We took a train to Staten Island Ferry Terminal. Walked out of the train station to be confronted by a swarm of fast-talking scammers posing as security people selling tickets to see the Statue of Liberty. The first question one of them asked was, do you have an ID? 
we were taken aback and said we were going to Staten Island on the ferry. The prices changed and the haranguing went on and on until we finally bought the four tickets from them. Next, we were told to get on a bus to go down to see the boat. It would cost $2 per person down and free on the way back. But when we got on the boat, we were asked for $4 a person for the return trip. We had to pay otherwise, and we would not go to see the boat. The bus took about 15 minutes to get to the boat, and the tour was supposed to start at 2 p.m., but they would not leave as they were waiting for more suckers to get on the boat. They were so desperate to get people that the bus driver tried to put two people, more people in the boot, but they refused. It's a, a trunk in the U.S. The boat was a disgrace. Uh, sorry, the boat was a disgrace. Dirty, smelly, old, and the crew looked like they had just escaped from jail. The so-called tour director was hopeless and told smutty jokes, smoked, and played music so loud one couldn't even think. It was freezing cold and snowing, and you could not see out the windows. So to see the statue, you had to go out on the small front deck. We were supposed to get off at the statue, but it didn't happen. When we arrived back, we went to our pickup place and stood in the freezing cold and snow for an hour, not knowing where we were, and our driver did not return. Finally, we managed to get on the bus and get back to the subway. Do not in any, any circumstances let these scammers get your money. They are a blight on New York tourism and should be stopped. And lastly, we come to the Hoover Dam. A few different people not liking the technological marvel that is uh, the Hoover Dam. Um, London, United Kingdom writes, a big pond, some concrete and a bit of water. $30 entry fee. What a ripoff. Could stay at home and look at my pond for free. Columbia, South Carolina writes, just buy the postcard. Save your time and just buy a postcard. It was a relative disappointment when we visited. The best I can do to tell you and what to expect and wish for the best. If you drive there, be prepared to go through a security checkpoint vehicle inspection. So leave all that illegal stuff at home and make sure you're sober. Terrible experience. Wouldn't recommend this. Good luck with your visit if you dare. El Centro, California says, it's a dam. It's cool, but it's just a dam. If you want a tour, it's 40 bucks. You have to go through a metal detector, which is okay, but there's a little gift shop. It's cute. Bolivar, Ohio writes, total disappointment. The tour is terrible. The herds of people you have to endure, 30 or more people in the elevator, each ride. They have a movie, which may be interested, but nobody listens. They're talking, making noises the entire time, so you don't hear it. The ticket sales lady told us that there was only a power plant tour there, but there were other people who got both tours in our group. Definitely not worth the $15 per person plus $10 to park. The damn dog was the greasiest dog I've ever seen. Totally disgusting. Not to mention the 15-minute wait for the food, and there was no other person ahead of us. Overall, it's dirty, noisy, and not informative at all. You don't get to see really much of anything. I would never recommend it to anyone especially if you're looking to see and learn more about it. Just watch the documentaries. Columbia, South Carolina writes, Beware of the gift shop! Exclamation point. They are price gouging and the service is very poor with a very rude attendant. I feel they don't appreciate the foreign guests, some of which have difficulty with English. When your tour bus stops here, take pictures and avoid the gift shop. And then my very final one, for this episode at least, is do not tour with Raymond Scott. 
on Wednesday 25th, June 25th, I took my wife and children to the Hoover Dam tour, Hoover Dam tour scheduled at 3 p.m. Raymond Scott, I apologize, I cannot remember his last name, was our tour guide, and I would like to express my concerns with this particular employee. As Raymond Scott was giving his initial tour presentation, I noticed that he had a DOD badge around his neck. Now, I am a federal engineer with the DOD, not a contractor, and from my angle, his badge appeared to have his job title as an engineer. So, under my assumption, I thought engineers at Hoover Dam also gave tours, because naturally, they would know everything about the Hoover Dam. So, a few minutes later, after Raymond Scott gave his presentation, he asked if there were any questions. So, I raised my hand and asked him politely what his real job was. At that moment, Raymond Scott looked at me with a strange look and replied back with a very smart answer. I am the tour guide. Then he turned his back and asked the group if there were any more questions. So I turned to my wife and asked her, did he just turn his back on me? So then Raymond Scott turned to me and asked, what? Don't you understand? I'm your tour guide. So I proceeded to explain to him that it looked like his badge displayed the words engineer. At that moment, Raymond Scott took one step forward towards me, grabbed his badge and put it approximately two inches from my face and said in a derogatory voice, where do you see the words engineer on my badge? So when I looked closely and focused, I saw his badge actually displayed the word employee. I explained to Raymond Scott it was my mistake because I did not have my glasses and read it incorrectly. Throughout the tour, I noticed that Raymond Scott had nothing to say to our group, but he made all of his interactions with all the non-minorities. At the end of the tour, my wife spoke to management, and they explained other people uh, that uh, Raymond Scott has had numerous complaints, especially from African Americans, Hispanics, and Asians. I would like to ask, why is Raymond Scott still an employee with your organization if he continuously treats the minority customers very poorly? So that is... The end of the great American experience through eyes of one-star customers. Hopefully it won't be another nine months until episode three. Uh, who knows? And I would like to go on record to say that I have recorded this all again because I was using a microphone and the reverb was next level. And I obviously didn't know what I was doing. So this is just all off my laptop this time. Anyway, have a lovely night. Stay safe.